Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host of the Shine Online podcast and the CEO at Shine with Natasha, where I specialize in Instagram strategy and video storytelling. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know and share my best Instagram strategies with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no fluff advice, honest conversations, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. Hello and welcome back to the show. So today we have one of my favorite episodes to put together. It is my 2021 year in review. So if you're not familiar with this style of episode, I did it last year where basically I pull back the curtain entirely and show you inside the numbers of our business. And it's very vulnerable, but I think very necessary and important and also very fun to share and also to look back on. And also for me to look at while I was prepping it, like I had Marlon in a little while ago and I was like, look at like, I was surprised we made this much with that. And we didn't make that much with this. And I think it's so important to look at the numbers in your business numbers, have never really been my favorite thing about business, but it is very, very important, especially as you continue to grow and scale. So I kind of have a few main buckets that we're going to go towards. So we're going to start with just the income and expenses overview. Then I'm going to kind of break down um, what that actually looked like. Like what were those different buckets? What were those different income sources and some kind of interesting facts there. Then I'm going to kind of break down what I think worked what didn't work so much, and kind of just review what our goals are going into 2022, which we are already going into. (laughs) So, okay. I also want to say I will link, I will link last year's episode in the show notes, because I think it might be helpful for you to see how we got to this point, because as I shared in that episode, I did not make that much money in 2019 and definitely did not make a lot of money in 2018. This is my fourth year in business now. So I think it's just important to share that too. Okay. So let's start with some numbers. So 2019, just to recap, we made 43,000 and I say we, and that was actually very much just to me at that point. And then 2020 was when my business really took off. I have tons of episodes around scaling, moving away from social media management, how I kind of went viral and hit 10,000 followers overnight, not overnight, but it felt like overnight. We won't talk about what happened, but that year, we hit $111,000. So we more than doubled our income between 2019 and 2020. And then in 2021, our final, and this is in, I'm filming this and recording this in December 2nd. So um, we could, and we'll probably make some income here and there, but we're pretty much closing down office. So this will be pretty final. 
but we made $166,112. So we grew, which is really exciting. Admittedly, after having such a big year in an unplanned way, I was kind of nervous that we wouldn't even hit what we hit last year, let alone that we would continue to grow. So that made me really happy. As for my goal, uh, my goal was a little bit more around the 200,000 mark. And initially when I was thinking of this episode, I kind of was like almost not embarrassed, but almost like disappointed we didn't hit that goal. And you'll kind of see why we didn't hit that goal, but also very happy that we kind of hit our low goal, which was 150,000. We exceeded that goal. So kind of moving forward, how I'm going to make my revenue goals is really focusing on like, what's like a realistically low goal. And then what's our like big dreamer goal. So we can kind of meet in the middle, which is what we did this year. So as for expenses, um, there's kind of two categories here is they're just expenses outside of payroll. So this is like our contractors. This was like speakers in the mastermind, my new camera, things like that, like business expenses, um, photo shoots, stuff like that. Um, I did invest in a program this year. I invested in some coaching this year. So um, invested in a big old lot of help when it came to dreaming up our new program, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But in terms of expenses, it was $56,000 for the year, which is really good. And in relation to how much we spent in our 2020 year, we actually percentage wise spent a little bit less, which is great. That's good to know that even though we're growing, we're not like blowing cash necessarily, even though sometimes it feels that way when you're like, your business is growing and you're like, I'm spending a lot of money, but it's necessary to some extent, especially when you keep it in line with that percentages. So that's excluding me and Marlon's payroll. We are both on payroll because we are both full-time employees of the business. Okay. So now let's get into like the breakdown. So we have the $166,000. So like what went into that? What does that really look like? And I want to like start with the overview of like what our really goals were for this year and if we kind of stayed on track there. So the biggest goal was to move away from social media management. So at the beginning of the year, I kind of announced Shine with Natasha, that new direction. I gradually by pretty much the beginning of the year was not doing social media management anymore. And I really wanted to give myself permission for the year to just experiment, experiment with a lot of different offers, with launching offers we've done before and kind of feeling it out. I wanted to try some different income methods and kind of just solidify on what we wanted to do moving forward. Because you have to understand, I went from like service provider being like my main income stream to now it completely pivoting to like it being a lot of different things and my just business model looking different. So instead of just feeling like I had to hit the round ground running with only one thing, I really wanted to give ourselves time to experiment, which I'm really glad we did because I feel so clear about what we're doing in the next year. Okay. So Kajabi is our course platform of choice. So not only do we have our courses in there, but we also hosted our mastermind curriculum and replays. We also hosted hot Instagram summer and those replays in there and then all of our shop products. So pretty much like 
all of our offers are hosted in Kajabi. So when I'm talking about what we made from Kajabi, it's like most of our income, which was $92,000. And so the most of that was my mastermind. Um, my first time hosting the Instagram authority mastermind, I had 10 amazing business owners, a part of it. And it, with that mastermind, we made $42,000. So, um, really was stoked with that. It was over three months and it was a very high touch program. So I feel really good with that, but we're definitely, especially with hiring speakers and how much Marlon had to do in the program. We're definitely considering considering that when adjusting the pricing for that, but very excited about that for that one launch. And then our second contender, which honestly kind of surprised me in a good way was hot Instagram summer. So if you were living under a rock this summer, um, I hosted hot Instagram summer, which was pretty much a workshop series. There was three workshops and you could buy them individually, but we really encouraged the bundle purchase, which had all three that supported each other. You were learning new stuff the whole summer. And it was probably one of my favorite things I've ever created so much so that it is absolutely coming back next year because not only did we see it was a huge success, but it was just like fun. And like the branding was just like chef's kiss. Like my team just nailed it in terms of like the experience we were hoping to create with it. So with hot Instagram summer, just the bundle price. So this was $97 for just three workshops, just for the bundle. We made $20,600 dollars, which I think is huge for such a low price offer to make so much. I was thrilled with that. I'd say besides just like creating it, it was pretty low cost. So that was really fun to find out. That wasn't even including people that individually bought them. And then the other big chunk of that $92,000 we made with Kajabi was courses. So I updated my courses. I relaunched them and you could buy them individually, or you could buy them in a bundle with some other resources. So 13,000 of my income for my courses was from the bundle. So that was super interesting. I'd say maybe 70% of people, if I'm just throwing out a number, chose the bundle option. So really cool to know that. Most interestingly, I know we're talking about a lot of numbers, but I think this one is a really cool one. Between May and August, this is where we did the majority of our launching. Before May, essentially VIP days was my main source of income. We made $20,000 just with VIP days. And most of that was in Q1 and Q2 of the year. From then on, we, from May to August, which is four months total, we made half of our revenue for the entire year, just in that period of time. So we made $86,000 just in that period of time, almost $87,000 just from May to August, which is kind of where that not like failure, but kind of hiccup of like, we weren't able to hit the 200,000, which I think was super possible for us was because I kind of did like unintentionally, like all my launches in four months between the courses, then the mastermind, then hot Instagram summer to the point where that was like a big chunk of our income. So in terms of how that felt on the back end, it was like really great. We had a lot of money to support us, especially with Marlon now being full-time and being on payroll. 
But then I quickly noticed as I decided to not do another launch, which I had intended to do another fall launch, I ended up not doing one because I knew we wanted to focus on building our program and other things. We did not really keep that momentum up. Our income just kept dropping for the rest of the year. And I think it's something that a lot of people talk about is that like behind some of your biggest income months, if you don't continue to sell things and you want to take things easy, your income will drop. Like it's, it's really that simple. It doesn't just magically stay at, I mean, we were having like consistent $30,000 months, which was nuts for me. So that's kind of explaining the really cool fact of like, when we did all those launches, we made $86,000 in just four months. But that also meant if we would have kept launching, we maybe could have hit our goal, but we didn't, which meant we, we didn't make a lot of money in that time, um, which was interesting to adjust. We made it, we survived. It was totally fine. But just something I'm kind of thinking of, especially as we're starting to plan and implement our 2022 launches. So last thing in our overall breakdown is what is everything else? The other $54,000, where did that come from? So that bucket is pretty much like affiliate stuff. So whenever I'm sharing an affiliate link and I get a kickback from you using it and purchasing things from it, it can be things from Amazon. It can be things from like sharing my matcha. It also could be me sharing my favorite Canva templates, promoting an event that I'm a part of or that I enjoy, bundles, all that type of stuff. That was $54,000, including paid partnerships. I did have a few paid partnerships this year and then also speaking engagements. So that was our income. So I'd say most of it was our offers. Another small chunk was VIP days. So one-on-one kind of services. And then the other chunk is really like kind of more personal brand influencer speaking things like affiliate speaking partnerships. So let's kind of dive into with all that being said, what actually worked. So I think affiliate marketing definitely took off for us this year. I would say it's, it would probably surprise you at how small of an amount of an income it is, but it is a nice little bit of income. And I think moving forward, I'm thinking of how I can more intentionally promote things that I'm an affiliate for, but also just share them more in general, because I kind of am not the best at that. So, um, it definitely proved to me that affiliate marketing can be really effective for us, but kind of to also be strategic and intentional about really focusing on keeping my links handy and sharing them as much as possible and creating content around it too. Okay. The other thing that worked is upsells and bundles. So when I was breaking down what made us the most money in Kajabi in terms of our offers, almost every single one of them, actually all of them included either a bundle. So taking one or more products and making it where they get some type of discount by bundling them versus buying them separately or upsells. So for my mastermind, we had just the regular mastermind track, and then we had a VIP track, which had an intensive with it. And I was surprised at how many people, most of the people that joined my mastermind actually chose that higher VIP option, which led to it making that much money. So I'm definitely going to be a lot more conscious about including that because I think 
part of me is always like, let's just simplify the purchasing decision. So they just know there's like, okay, you pick your payment plan and you're good to go. There's only one actual payment option. But I think having upsells and bundles is a really great way to give your customers a little bit of everything while also increasing your revenue. So something else I'm going to consider. And then of course, the final thing, we kind of already know this, but like the things that I enjoyed worked well, (laughs) which was hot Instagram summer and the mastermind by giving ourselves the chance to really experiment with those and kind of like run wild and see what happened. Um, it, really made it where I I found out I really enjoyed both of those things. So they're both coming back into the new year. And not only did they work revenue wise, but I'm really focusing on long-term. What do I really enjoy showing up for? What is like fun for me to promote? What is fun for me to plan and coach in and all those types of things. So let's go on to what didn't work. So the most obvious thing that I already mentioned is our launch calendar. Because a lot of launches ended up having to be shifted and moved, it made it where it was over four months, which wasn't the bad thing, but it meant it where we didn't have consistent income for the entire year. And I, because I hadn't planned on hiring Marlon full-time at the beginning of the year, like at all, I kind of didn't know that that would make it a little bit more stressful to support myself and the team. Like I said, we made it shake, but ideally I don't want to be in that position where we genuinely have a huge drop off in terms of our actual income. So definitely something I'm thinking about, which I'll share when I share our launch calendar that we're kind of fixing. I'd say the other thing that not necessarily didn't work, but like, I'm not going to be focusing on next year is brand partnerships. I've done a few on Instagram. I've done some collab account, like collab content. I've also considered what would it look like if we had paid ads for the podcast? Because I, I pay for this podcast that you're listening to. Like, so leave me a review. So support the show, share it on stories, because as much as I love doing it, I do pay for it. You know, it's not something that pays for itself. So I think I thought that brand partnerships would be something I'd want to lean more into because I've stepped into this like influencer role. But I overall found that like, I kind of just would rather share my own content. Isn't yeah, that's pretty much it. So I'm open to still doing partnerships if it's like an ideal fit and they're paying the good coins, but it's just something that we just are not focusing our energy on as much in the next season. And maybe I'll get like a, someone to help manage the partnerships for me, or who knows, maybe it'll be a focus down the road, spread myself a little too thin this year. And the final thing is bundles. So you've probably seen that some of my resources are often a part of these big old bundles. I know you've seen them where it's $99, $97, and you get tons of courses and resources, and it's posted by a lot of different educators. And in 2020, it was really beneficial for me for not only continuing to really see that growth and momentum, but we did make a decent amount of money from them. But I kind of just noticed they just didn't work as well this year. And I think it's partially because people are kind of maybe over them. I was kind of like honestly over promoting the ones I said I'd be a part of, but I just don't think I'm going to do them anymore. Um, I think like intentionally, like I'm really thinking of our business values a lot more and like our values are, I don't want learning to be overwhelming. And I think Sometimes having a lot of resources can be really great if you're intentional about using them, but it also can be overwhelming, which is the word we're avoiding altogether. So 
that's kind of things that didn't work so much. What did work. So now let's, oh my gosh, I need some water. This has been a lot. So now we're going to dive into our 2022 goals. Okay. So the motto that we've been really embracing, chanting, tattooing on our wrists, if we could, is diversify our marketing and simplify our offers. This is really what we are using to make every decision in our business moving forward, at least into this year. And kind of the goal here is to like finish our offer suite, which is going to simplify our offers. No more creating new things. We kind of are removing a lot of things and making it really easy for you to understand if you wanted to work with me, what that would look like and making it really easy for me to just pour into those things and kind of ideally getting into just like maintenance mode. Uh, instead of building, 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 like just sticking to content and marketing, which is what works. That's a strength for me. It's something I love like this show, our YouTube channel, which is brand spanking new, be sure to subscribe and check it out. My Instagram content, that's like my strength. So that's really what we're focusing on in terms of the diversifying thing is how can we scale this? How can we grow it? How can we focus more energy on it? But then just simplifying our offers, not having to add new things, not having to have a big offer suite, a lot of courses, a lot of shop products that I found is just not what I want to do, but just keeping things simple. And so with that, we are creating a whole new program, which at this time you probably have already heard about. So definitely go to my Instagram, check it out. Um, it's probably going to be linked in the show notes, future self. That's cool. And so we essentially took what worked last year. Um, I really liked group settings and I think my framework, I know, I don't think, I know my framework that I've been teaching in my courses and programs is solid and really creating that into a program that worked for how I want to do business and having that be my baby and then having the mastermind be my baby. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about that. So yeah, that's kind of like the direction we're going into along with that. I'm adding a new team member to the team. She's going to be a co-coach in both programs to not only help support me, but support the students even better. I personally think there's nothing better than having two different perspectives in terms of who you're being coached by and when you're learning. So this person is an alumni from my mastermind. She is amazing. She's super excited about it. So that's kind of in terms of team members, what's changing and our goal for next year that's already in motion. And then overall, I think as we move into 2023, we're really thinking about what full-time team members look like. We have team members that are on the team now that I could totally see moving into full-time roles. And I think that with having Marlon on full-time, it made me realize that the value of having someone laser focused on just your business and brand and offers and clients and, and me, and so passionate about it, it just it like really amplifies what we're trying to do versus it really just being me. So that's something we're definitely thinking about as we go into the next year. And then kind of more kind of along the lines of this, like diversify, simplify is like our goal is to work towards a four day work week. So right now I would say we work five days a week for the most part. We're super flexible, but we mostly work like nine to five Monday through Friday, like pretty basically but I honestly just want a day each week that 
I can just like have a, a get stuff done day and just like do errands, do therapy, go get a massage, like cook a really nice dinner, have our date night. And then I can like chill during the weekend. Like, do you ever just feel like on the weekends you're like doing more stuff than you did the whole week? Like that is really stressful, you know? So Overall, lifestyle-wise, I find that that's really what we're wanting to move towards. So energetically, the four days I am working, I am working. So we're excited about that. I'm sure if we have some cool findings there, we'll definitely share it. And then this is kind of along with that is like just creating more space and keeping the space there. As you've kind of heard from 2019 to 2020 was like a huge jump and we've continued to grow from there. And I'm just like tired and like a little burnt out over honestly the last year, if not a little bit more, probably last two years. And I embraced that that was the season of life and business I was in, but I'm just like ready to get into, like I said, maintenance mode. I'm ready to simplify things. I'm ready to take care of myself, take care of my clients better, take care of my team better. And that means more space. And for me, that is going to look like doing less things for others in terms of I was doing so many speaking, podcasting, collaborating, bundle things that I want to shift that energy into focusing on my clients and my launches and my business. So it means just being a lot more protective over the yeses we say and really being generous with those no's because if it's not leading towards the diversify our marketing and simplify our offers, if it's not getting me excited, it's like a no. Um, For this year, at least until we kind of create that space and find our flow. So with all that being said, you guys want to know the juicy number at the end. So what is your goal, your revenue goal for 2022? So our revenue goal is, like I said, it's going to be on scale. So ideally we want to hit 200,000. That's my big goal. That would make business mama real happy. And our big goal would be more on the $300,000 side, which I think is possible. Um, but I would be happy even just in the middle, like a 250,000, like future self would be very happy with that. And the twist on this goal is we would like to hit it by September, 2022, because if you didn't already know, uh, me and Marlon are getting married this year. We're getting married in October and we're getting married in Hawaii. So we're going to be obviously getting married, prepping to get married, and then we're going to be honeymooning in Hawaii. So ideally we want to take like three to four weeks before, during, and after our wedding off to just like enjoy being married, enjoy being newlyweds and just like chill out and just celebrate that season of life. So we really kind of want to do all our heavy lifting up front. So with that being said, we have two launches planned for our program. We're planning on doing hot Instagram summer again in a new, big, amazing way. And then we're hosting the mastermind again. So three launches total with a baby launch, which is hot Instagram summer. And that's going to be it. And it's going to, everything is going to wrap up by September. The first week in September 
if things go as planned. And then after that, I'm kind of giving myself wiggle room. If I get back in October and I'm like raring to go, maybe we'll do a fourth launch and we'll get closer to that $300,000 mark. But when we did our um, estimations and predictions and we were playing around with numbers and the new program, we should be able to hit our goal, which would really help with all the things we want to do. And I'm just so excited to update you along the way on Instagram, on the podcast. So that is a wrap for this 2021 year in review. I just want to thank you for supporting me and the show last year. Maybe you were a part of any of our offers or services. Maybe you just shared this podcast or followed me on Instagram and liked some of my content. I just want you to know I appreciate you because without this community, all of this, my wildest dreams beyond my wildest dreams would not even be possible. So thank you so much. And definitely slide in my DMs and let me know what was most helpful here. If you enjoyed this, if you have any thoughts, like I would love to hear it. And if you share it on stories, please, please tag me. I love seeing when you're listening to the podcast. So I will see you in the next episode. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you love the gem shared. Be sure to check out any of the important links I mentioned in the episode show notes. Don't forget to follow the show to be the first to know when our next episode airs. If you loved what you heard, I'd so appreciate it if you left us a review as it really helps support the show. I love seeing your takeaways from the episode over on the gram. So be sure to tag me in your stories at shine with Natasha. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. See you next time.